Hi there. Welcome to The Preventable, the podcast giving you a seat at the table with conversations about the intersection of alcohol, drugs, and mental health in everyday lives. Take a seat and join us. Welcome to The Preventable. Thank you for having me. Today we have a a, a really, I think this is kind of an interesting guest. It's a riff off of um, the Sandsbar conversation we had a couple of episodes ago, um, Brad Zulik is with us, founder and CEO of Heirloom Bottling Company. And you, I would say, Brad, are a real early adopter, early supporter of Sandsbar. <laughs> Thank you. Thank yeah. you. I'm, I'm blushing. Thank yeah. you. Yes. I mean, you're, when we think about people who kind of like hitched to the wagon and said like, yeah, I believe in this concept of an alcohol-free pop-up you can have fun without, you know, necessarily imbibing like that. You were somebody who said, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. And, you know, it's uh, you know, I, I shouldn't admit this on uh, audio and film, but uh, it's almost purely accidental. You know, it, it'll go to, uh, you know, to my story and how I approach business as a non-business person. Uh, but I'm figuring it out uh, all on my all you know kind of in real time. Aren't we all? Brad? Yeah. But the, <laughs> the 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 NA movement, the alcohol free movement, kind of found me, and I kind of found them uh, as a incredibly underserved population uh, and growing population, and a fan base that is uh, rabid and you know looking for you know new content. So it's. Uh, yeah, we found each other, and it's been wonderful so far. So let's say that we have folks listening who are like, heirloom bottling, what is that? So talk to us a little bit about what it is, and then I want to kind of press rewind and hear how you got here. Sure. So what is heirloom bottling? So heirloom bottling, you know, I, I, I think, you know, if I was going to make it real simple, I make things that taste delicious. And True. <laughs> thank I can you. attest to that. Uh, or at least that's that's my goal. Uh, basically, I do cocktail mocktail solutions. They're flavorings, they're concentrates, they're things that uh, you would want to add to you know uh, seltzer water or ice or lemonade or iced tea. And it's a flavoring, and they're all natural. They tend to be fruit forward. And I do uh, shrubs and syrups. And the what's a shrub? That's a good question. So the difference between a shrub and a syrup is, you know, for me, a shrub has a vinegar component. Mm. So shrubs are historical. Uh, I did not pick the name. It's a terrible name. <laughs> it, it is. Sounds it doesn't like sound topiary. very appetizing. No, yeah. No. Uh, but it's, it can, it's delicious. And it's confusing. Uh, so, again, things that, things that you learn, you know, make a product that people know about so you don't spend, you know, your entire conversation educating them as to what it is that, mm. that you do. Uh, thus, I go back to, you know, things that taste delicious. Yeah. Uh, but no, shrubs have a vinegar component. It's an old homesteading trick uh, hundreds of years ago, early colonial. You don't have modern refrigeration. What do you do with your fruit before it spoils? Well, you add last year's wine that has turned to vinegar, and the acidity in the vinegar uh, makes the fruit uh, not spoil through the winter. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom of that barrel where all the juices are, that's the shrub, basically. So, yeah, adding that to a drink, it's it's a little sweet. It's fruity. It's sour. Uh, it is uh, hits the palate uh, in the middle where where your your sour sensors are on your tongue, and it just it's like I can get sweet fruity mocktails cocktails in any place in this town, you know, any time of the day. But that sour note is what really makes the the shrub special. It just is something. It's an element that's you know not in a lot of uh, drinks unless you're you know really into kombucha. Or, or, oh, or yeah. pickle juice or something. Yeah. And okay. Yeah. Can we talk about kombucha for a second? I love it. I try. 
I try <laughs> really hard. And I walked into a couple of <laughs> local kombucha places that shall remain nameless. And the smell is overpowering. <laughs> and I try so hard. Like, I would rather, this is Nicole talking, I would rather drink a spoonful of apple cider vinegar and just get it over just with. Get it over with. Then, yeah. like, sip on kombucha. And yet, People love it. Oh, and yeah. there's a huge market for it. There is. There is. Uh, and, you know, it's it's that fermented, you know, mm-hmm. lactic fermentation. You get the sour and you get all the good aminos and all the good probiotics. Uh, you know, I, I like it. It's, you know, good for your, yeah, for your internal for your health. and everything, yeah, right? Absolutely. Uh, but it's not for everyone. So when you talk about sour with your shrubs and your syrups and you, you talk about hitting the notes on your tongue. Yeah. Like, I'm a food nerd and so really with every bite of food you do want a sour component right? absolutely you want a little heat a little yeah. salt a little acid like and you, you want a little sour yeah i've worked in enough restaurants and have enough chef friends uh and watch a tremendous amount of uh cooking shows <laughs> totally i know that 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 sour note that vinegar that you know that acidic note is very important in cooking and yeah, it's like, you know, like roasting vegetables in a pan and like they taste good. But then you put that squeeze oh, of lemon on top and, it just, and it's like, wow, you know, I, where did that come from? Exactly. This is so much better. Yeah. So where so could I drink the your products? Could I just drink them over ice or no? They're designed you could sip to be- them over ice, but they're designed to be diluted. So I guess it's, you know, it comes down to, you know, how strong and how sweet do you like your beverages Got you it. know like i mean i used to like pixie sticks when i was five or six <laughs> but i'm i'm way too old for that so i you know my stuff a little goes a long way a half ounce per drink uh but you could certainly add more if you are a uh, you know if you're a big fan of sweets or right. you know strong uh flavors and you are not a person in long-term recovery i am not either correct but we also see the value in providing good, solid alternatives for people who are either in recovery or who just choose not to drink. Absolutely. I mean, look, you know, I think people will drink less, uh, not just for, you know, health or, you know, substance issues, but if they have options, you know, it's easier to drink less. And if your options are more than, you know, a Shirley Temple or a Diet Coke with lime in it or, you know, yesterday's stale ass iced tea. Sorry, can I say ass? Yeah, here? you're fine. Yesterday's stale ass iced tea, you know, that's been sitting in the uh, in the container, uh, you know, not the good kombucha fermentation, but whatever off flavors you're getting picked up. Yeah, I mean, look, we need more options. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. this is, uh, you know, it's 2022. We should have options beyond just, you know, the same old you know, three things. And I got to say, like, you know, being in this industry, the options are, are absolutely exploding right now, you know, not just with kombucha, uh, but, you know, uh, beer is, you know, totally. NA beer is exploding. And I got to say, it's not just the same old, you know, terrible NA beers from 20 years ago. There's stuff out there. It's like, you know, this I had is one impressive. last night, as a matter of fact, and yeah. it was very, very good. Annie O'Donoghue, she's always, she knows I'm a little particular about things. And so she's always, like saying, like, I think you'd really like this. So I tried one last night, and it kind of knocked my socks off. Oh, I yeah. had no idea. I mean, if you didn't know, you would have had no idea, you know? Yeah. So how did you get your start? Because in talking before we started rolling here, you said, like, this isn't what you went to school for. This You've done a lot of other things. So did you just start experimenting, and one day, like, 
decided to go for it? Pretty much. Uh, the long and short of it is, you know, we moved to St. Louis for my wife's career. I had a previous career in higher education policy. Well, I worked for the University of Wisconsin-Madison. Uh, shout out, go Badgers. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I went to grad school there and I got hired uh, to work in the School of Education. And I, you know, I had a great job. I worked with wonderful, awesome, intelligent, passionate uh, people. And, you know, I moved down here and I foolishly thought, oh, yeah, I'll get a job in St. Louis. You know, I have, I have a strong career. I got a good background. I got an education. You know, I'll, I'll get something. And I just wasn't getting offers. Uh, I was interviewing everywhere. I wasn't getting offers. And, you know, the house was really clean and my wife was getting gourmet meals and the dog was you oh, know, yeah, well walked right. every day. But, you know, like it was, you could feel it coming. Like one day my wife came home and she's like, you know, Brad, you got to get a job because I don't want to hate you for yeah, having I'm the life that I want to live. <laughs> yeah. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Your job seems really great right now, but you need to do something, you know, start a business, do something. And, you know, I had thought about a lot of different things and, uh, you know, I just thought, you know, craft beer is exploding, you know, maybe, you know, something like that. And I was like, no, I, I don't want to work in that industry, you know, like, like having been a bartender, like it's just not healthy, mm. you know, the late hours, you know, having worked in a, in a microbrewery, you know, it just, it, it's just not healthy, you know, like yeah. I know my limits, uh, I know my age. So I thought, well, you know, maybe craft cocktail has, has something, you know, and uh, you know, I I love the craft cocktail scene. You know, I I go to Planters House and Retreat Gastro Pub, and oh, you know, there's some great places out there. And it's like, you know, that's where I you know first started having shrubs and was making them at home. And so the story of heirloom, you know, now they get the whole prelude is, you know, basically there was one spring where we were having guests uh, just about every weekend, and I got tired of like you know mixing, you know, drinks for, you know, everyone, you know, uh, piecemeal. So uh -huh. I thought, oh, you know, I'm going to make a big batch of, of shrubs. I've tasted these. They're absolutely delicious. And I, you know, made some uh, shrub concentrates and made, you know, basically, you know, here's your mixer. We can add something to it or not. And uh, people loved them. Like, oh, my God, like, what is this? This is fantastic. Like, you should make this and sell it. And it's like, oh, ding, ding, ding. You know, maybe this is something I should look into. So, you know, fast forward, you know, nine, 10 months later of, you know, after I've researched how to make a food product, you know, I mean, I have no business acumen whatsoever. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, this is, is not what I went to school for. So, uh, yeah, learn how to make a food product, go and get certified and, you know, how oh. to, you know, work with dangerous all materials like juices stuff and, and all that. Yes. Oh, yeah. Right. So I basically researched and talked and, you know, talked to people and, you know, we get hints like, you know, you're, you're not ready to have a serious conversation with me, uh, but your questions are well suited. You're looking at this person or, you know, read this book or, you know, do this or do that. So that's pretty much, you know, how it all got started. It's just a lot of research. And, you know, luckily, you know, I did go to grad school and, you know, uh, did a lot of research. So I applied those skills and came up with a business plan, an idea, and then, you know, and, you know, eventually, you know, I was able to go to the farmer's market. I was going to say, that's where we <laughs> yeah. first came upon you yeah. was, I think, at the Tower Grove Farmer's Market. The Tower Grove Farmer's Market. And your stuff doesn't mimic alcohol. It can enhance it, but it can also 
you know, as we've talked about, just be used with other. Yeah. Exactly. And one of our staff came back and was like, you are not going to believe this product. Like, you have to try it. And I think we, you gave us some or we bought some. We, you probably gave us some. We were like, oh, my gosh, we, we need to we need to figure out how to how to work with Brad and, and Heirloom. And it's just really taken off from there. Yeah. Yeah, and you know the farmers market was a great place, you know, to meet people. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's no fun getting up at oh, five yeah. thirty in the morning it's to go work the farmers market. <laughs> uh, I'd rather you know go whenever I wake up and you know come home. But have your latte and yeah, stroll have around. Yeah, my latte, yeah. stroll around. You know, look at the you know the different kinds of carrots and who has the best tomatoes. But uh, it's a great place to meet people. And those first weeks, it was uh, you know. Who are you? What are you doing? And can I try some? And I gave away, you know, thousands of samples as first couple markets and months, and uh, I just kept getting, you know, feedback. Yeah, this is great. People who go this is to great. farmers markets are like going to ask. Yeah. They're going to ask about your process. They're going to they want to know about you and your story. So that's kind of a ingenious place to debut your product. Really, it really was, uh, you know, for me a. a, a unplanned stroke of, of genius. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I, I got, you know, by doing that, introduced to, you know, people in the retail industry, mm. people in the bartending industry, people in the, the NA community. And it's like, oh, you know, I have all these new inroads for, you know, what heirloom could be. And, you know, like I, I'm still fine tuning the business yep. and figuring out, you know, what is it that people really want? Uh, but yeah, this, the, you know, the, the inroads through the, you know, St. Louis has been good to me as far as, you know, being supportive and, you know, partnering. And, you know, it's, it's been a lot of fun. So, uh, like, where do you see yourself? Like, what is your, if you have a business plan, you know, you probably have a growth plan. Like, what is your, you know, how do you know, how will you know when you've made it? You know, is it well, when, like, David Chang is like, and here is oh, my, yeah, like. Yeah. <laughs> I, I have no offers for book deals or okay, TV shows right. yet, but, you know. Not yet, but if you're listening. <laughs> Yeah, Netflix. You know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, hit Brad up, Netflix. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, when will I have made it? You know, my wife likes to remind me that, you know, a lot of people who have businesses also bring home a paycheck. So that, that might be, you know, <laughs> oh, that a start. Part. Yeah, that, that, part. that part of it. Uh, but, you know, I mean, I've seen growth every year, even through the pandemic. You know, I, I had this like, uh, you know, oh, no moment when the pandemic hit uh, because yeah. my bar and restaurant accounts were were drying up mm. and, you know, nobody was doing anything. And it didn't take long before people were like, hey, you know, we're we're cooking and eating and, you know, living at home. You know, we need supplies. So, you know, that online business really, you know, kicked in and I got a lot of support from the, you know, support small businesses um, movements and in the, in the community. So, you know, I've been able to, you know, float the, uh, you know, that that wave a little bit. And now that the world is maybe opening or maybe not. I don't who, know. Who but, yeah. <laughs> but still have a lot of interest in, you know, bars and restaurants. And, um, you know, I, I got to say, some places have been great to me. Like, you know, Squires has had me on their menu, you know, since day one and a separate insert of like, you know, here are, you know, shrubs and syrups from heirloom bottling, you know, mix it with, you know, with or without alcohol. Mm-hmm. You know, they have mocktails and cocktails on the menu. And it, they've been They've been great. You know, Fiddlehead Fern, when Darcy opened up oh, in our neighborhood. Oh, God, it's so good. Mm-hmm. Avocado toast is absolutely amazing. That, yeah. Uh, by the way, that's like so bougie what you just said. Yeah, but it I is. Know. It's so good. It's so good. It's good. Hey, good it's is good. good. I you know. know whatever. I know. Uh, yeah. So, okay. So we. So that was actually going to be a question. So 
you ha- you can order your products on your website, yep. correct? Which is heirloombottling.com. Okay. And um, you obviously have lots of social channels, right? So I'm sure you could navigate your way that way. Are you on Insta? Oh, I'm on Instagram, yeah. on Facebook. I think there's a Twitter account. Uh, I I don't understand. I'm too old. You don't you don't twit. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't I don't twit. I don't tweet. I don't know. It's it's just it's too much information for me to yeah. It's you know, a lot. Process. It's a lot. Uh, but so somebody could go into a restaurant. Not enough pictures of people's kids. Yeah. Right. Or dogs <laughs> or, or cats. Dogs. Exactly. So people could go into a restaurant like Squires, Fiddlehead Fern, and your products would be there. Could they go into like a liquor store or oh absolutely you can go to total wine or intoxicology you go into retail stores like uh urban matter parker's table i I have a lot of you know great accounts uh you know the wine and cheese place Mm. there's a lot of people who carry my stuff you know in and around the city and uh and and beyond i was gonna ask so what's the footprint beyond like is there another city or area where you're just like you know i was making trips to kansas city and i have a few accounts out there uh, and then you know the pandemic hit, and it's yeah. it's hard to keep those relationships, uh, you know, going, especially for a small product like mine. Uh, my distributors do a, a pretty good job of you know keeping you know me out there, but you know nobody nobody uh, represents heirloom better you know than I do because You're, you, know, you live it and breathe it and drink it. If I can't give you an answer, I I literally make one up, and that's you know that's the reality. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, you know, uh, I, I have some accounts like just random places uh, and this is, this is the farmer's market effect. Uh, somebody bought my stuff and gave it to their kids who live in Asheville, North Carolina. And now there's a ginger beer company in Asheville, uh, a brewery that makes you know, ginger beer and they sell it and across the, the counter and put it in there they mix it with their ginger beer. And it's, it's wonderful. And, you know, like, so shout out all, to Ginger's Revenge. Asheville <laughs> is my favorite city oh, in the United States. What is it? Ginger's Revenge? Ginger's Revenge in Asheville. Yeah. Okay. Wonderful people. And, yeah, I get I get requests like, hey, can you send us more? People keep buying it. Awesome. Like, oh, that's great. Yeah. it's. Uh, yeah. And so if they go to your website, will people find recipes? Absolutely. Oh, okay, cool. I'm working on the recipe, on expanding what's, what, what's currently there. But, you know, awesome. certainly there's instructions on how to use and – uh, my Instagram, we have lots of recipes, uh, both that you know I create or my marketing person comes up with, or you know folks like Annie or somebody will, you know, come up with a recipe or a yeah, mocktail. That Irish just, coffee was a huge hit at our last event. It's been really popular. I get a lot of I, I see people, you know, on the street like, hey, I had one of those. It was so good. Like, what do I need to make it? It's like, you need this and coffee, you know, <laughs> ice, you know, soy creamer, maybe. So. Yeah, it's uh, it, you know, it's it's funny. You know, St. Louis is a uh, is a really interesting, you know, small big town. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's big enough to have a couple million people in the greater metro area, but small enough that people still stop me on the street and shout like, "Hey, heirloom guy!" It's like, "Hey, you know." And I think <laughs> one thing St. Louis is really good at is we root for people, Absolutely. especially small business owners who are making an indelible impression on our city and making it cool. You know, I think we have this like kind of like 
like small kid who got picked on in school who's like, <laughs> hey, we we're cool now. Like, look at me. You know what I mean? Like that sort of like uh, bravado, which oh, yeah. I think is really awesome. And so we appreciate people like yourself, whether you're native to here or a transplant, that you make our city cooler and, and make it what it is. Well, well, thanks. You know, I think I'm riding, you know, the, the St. Louis uh, urban movement uh, coattails a little bit my, myself. But, you know, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, I mean, maybe come back to like how I know I made it when uh, when Anderson Cooper and Andy Cohen <gasps> had me on. Uh, <laughs> on the New York uh, New, New Year's, Year's Eve, Eve and they're yeah, drinking yeah. your product. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, Andy Cohen is from St. Louis. So, I know. So let's know. try to make that happen. Okay, <laughs> yeah. uh, Mr. Cohen, if you're listening. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay. Let's, we'll have you back when that happens. Absolutely. We're going to manifest it. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Brad, for joining us <laughs> at The Preventable. If you like what you're hearing, if you want to uh, reach out to us and review or rate our one of our episodes or, hey, uh, rate one of the recipes that you got from, from Heirloom, give us a shout out. So rate, review, subscribe. Uh, thank you so much for listening. Thank you, Brad, for joining. Thanks for having me. Thanks for joining us at The Preventable, brought to you ad-free by PreventEd. PreventEd works to reduce or prevent the harms of alcohol and other drug use through education, intervention, and advocacy. Please visit their website at prevented.org. Like what you heard? Rate, review, and subscribe to stay up to date with what we are serving on The Preventable.